So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. I've been listening to your podcast since before I got licensed. I'm two months in with two buyers under contract, and I'm about to close on their homes. I have a listing with one of those buyers, an investor, having me find his company 50 homes with his property manager. I definitely think listening to your podcast has contributed to the success I've had so far. You are the bomb diggity. And so are your guests. Maybe I'll be on there one day. God bless. Hashtag Realtor Emma Pound. Thank you, Emma. Keep it up. You close those 50 deals in one month, and I'll tell you what, you'll be on here lickety split. Thank you so much for the review on iTunes. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want. Or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, man. I have a super special guest. Mr. Sean Kokoska is on the line. And man... You know, I've been trying to get Sean on the show for a while. He is all things real estate. He is the premier real estate coach out there. And, uh, and we're going to dig into some really high level. We're not going to be talking about FISBOs and expired here, guys. We're going to talk about high level business planning for real estate agents, real estate teams, anybody selling real estate. So uh, without further ado, Sean, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Pat, thank you so much for having me, buddy. It's been a while. Good to see you. You too, boss. Why don't you uh, give everybody a little rundown on yourself, Sean, so they can get to know you better? Sure. Um, well, I am a rapid growth guy. That's how I refer to myself as, you know, I just uh, really like to focus in on real estate agents to give them the knowledge, the skills, and most importantly, the habits to increase their productivity as well as their profit. Now, I've got a unique background that allows me to do just that. Uh, I've had the opportunity to present to McDonald's, to Panasonic, to T-Mobile, to um, Sport Clips, a whole bunch of different organizations, and really learn their models, learn their systems, and apply planning methodology within those models and systems. And that's what I want to bring to light today is just how do you gain massive clarity within your team, within yourself? Because I believe clarity is king. And when you have clarity and a compelling reason why you want to accomplish what you choose to accomplish, then Pat, I don't think anything's going to stop you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're going big guys right from the start here. So from a real estate agent's perspective, looking somebody, you know, driving down the road, listening to this, you know, for, the, for that person, for that agent, whether if, let's just say a new agent or an agent starting out or maybe an agent who has made the same exact money for the last five years and is, is having trouble 
you know, bridging the gap to making a bunch more, two xing their business, apply this to them? Well, first off, I would say we all have a challenge in business. And that challenge is that one combination of what we do, how we do it, and who we do it with that gets us to our current level of success. Well, it doesn't automatically transform into a better combination of what we do, how we do it, and who we do it with that gets us to the next level of success within our business. So in essence, do the same thing, expect a different result. Well, I think Einstein said that's the definition of insanity, isn't it? So something must change. And through the planning methodology that we're going to outline during our our webinar today, uh, I think you're going to find some different strategies. And, you know, certainly uh, I'm available. If you want to reach out to me, I'll be happy to share with you some of those cutting edge proven best practices that will move you forward in your business. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's get into them. What are they? (laughs) <laughs> well, let's, let's dive into the methodology first and we'll self-discover as we get yeah, through yeah. this. Okay. All right. So the methodology is simple. I call it the ETA. And by the way, I love simple. And in fact, Pat, I've, I've got a riddle for you. Do you like riddles? Yeah, sure. I do. I like to exercise my mind as much as I possibly can. So here we go. What can you sit on, sleep on, and brush your teeth with? I give up, John. It's a chair, a bed, and a toothbrush. <laughs> so you, you see, we sometimes make things more complicated than they really need to be. In fact, it's because of our neuro associations to that word riddle. Oh, it's a riddle. It must be complicated, right? right. Yeah. No, it doesn't have to be complicated. And many of us, well, we've developed neuro associations to the word business. Oh, it's business. It's got to be complicated. No, yes. yeah. make it as simple as you possibly can. So the ETA, let me explain this. And traditionally, of course, ETA stands for expected time of arrival. Exactly. Well, just like that, the ETA in my methodology, well, it stands for expectation, targets, and actions. Expectation, targets, targets and action. All right, action. let's break this down. Expectation. Okay. Talk to me about that. So this is a single page, simple business plan designed specifically to give you clarity, okay? So you outline the expectation. Now, expectation is just a in my opinion, uh, a better word for the word goal. See, I think that word goal, well, I think it's overused, Pat. I think that when people set a goal, well, they think, oh, I'm going to have to work really hard to achieve that, or, boy, I might not make it, right? Um, and you almost let yourself off the hook when you set a goal. Rather, when you set an expectation, it shifts your energy. It shifts your mindset. See, because now it's not a goal, something you might not achieve. It's just an expectation that you have of yourself. You expect yourself to accomplish it. So we set the expectation. And what is it? In fact, everybody right now, if you have the ability, just write down how many transactions you choose to close in 2018. Mm, there you write go. It Guys, write it down. If yeah, now, cross it out. Let it pop in your head if you're driving, but if you watch it, <laughs> write it down. Write it down. So, so now cross it out and multiply it by two and write down that new number. Mm. So what just happened inside your mind, right? Together, uh, we could work to really build out what does that big vision look like? What could you accomplish? And I think the bigger we think, by the way, Pat, the bigger actions we must take, the bigger relationships we must form, and most importantly, the bigger the habits must be in order to accomplish that big thinking, right? So I say habits most important because, you know, there's a guy, FM Alexander, pretty smart guy. He said, people do not decide their future, they decide their habits, and their habits decide their future. Brilliant, love it. And yet, what most people do, Pat, is they they form habits subconsciously. 
meaning something happens, they react a certain way, and they get this result. Well, what do they do the next time that same thing happens? They do the same thing. And before you know it, their mind is just on autopilot. In fact, researchers estimate that only 3% of the time are we thinking outside of habit. Yet most people, they just form them unconsciously, subconsciously. Yeah, almost all people do, right? I, I would agree the with habit, that. Right? The habit, they don't think like, I created this habit. Right. They just wake up one day, they have this habit, and that's how it works, right? Yet, no. I think the people who achieve extraordinary success in any industry are individuals who bring a conscious awareness to the habits required for them to achieve extraordinary success. So, uh, when you think big, just automatically connect the dot to, well, it's going to require a big habit. Mm. And let me digress that. I, I, I'm having some fun. This is awesome. This is awesome. I mean, first of all, I love the expectation, right? Because, you know, Napoleon Hill said it a long time ago, right? What you, what you conceive and believe you can achieve, right? But so, so uh, you know, expecting something is an assumption that it's going to happen. And I think the reason why most people fail their, at their goals is because they don't actually believe it. They might want to say it outwardly, but their subconscious mind does not believe that they are chosen, that they are special, that they are supposed to be one of the millionaires or one of the successful real estate agents in their market or in the world. They don't believe that, so it never happens. So I love the expectation. And then I love, hey, you know, you can't just believe like in The Secret, that old movie, if you remember, where you just repeat to yourself and it just shows up in your living room. We all know that doesn't really happen. You have to believe in the habit that's going to create the secret. And if you want to be a millionaire, that means you're going to save $10 every day to become a millionaire. You're going to actually create a habit of saving money or of making money or else it's just not going to appear. You're not going to win the lottery. So I, I, I love that. Okay, let's, let's keep going. Tell me about the T. What's the T? Well, let me just digress. I want to just talk a little bit more about habit because it's one yeah, of my favorite it's I love subjects. It. Okay, it, it was literally one of my most favorite subjects because uh, I, I just want to share the greatest aha I've ever had in my entire life. And Pat, I was really fortunate to get this aha at age 17. See, my wife and I are high school sweethearts, right? We decide that uh, we're going to go out to a movie one night and we invited her older sister and her sister's boyfriend. I hadn't met this guy yet. Yet I go over to pick him up and he comes out of the house and Pat, this dude was built. I mean, he was ripped. He's got muscles on muscles, right? He looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, I'm 17 years old. He's like 40 years my senior. I want to look like that. So I get to know him a little bit. His name's Paul. I said, hey, Paul, how often do you go to the gym, man? He said, well, I go every day. I said, seriously. I said, uh, how long do you spend when you go to the gym? He said, well, it varies yet at least two hours every day. Sometimes I feel great and I'll go two and a half, three hours. I'm like, you're, you're kidding me. I said, how do you find the motivation, Paul? How do you find the, the I guess, willpower, discipline to, to go to the gym for three hours or two hours every day? And he looked at me like it was crazy. And, and Pat, this was the aha moment. He looked at me like it was crazy and said, Sean, it's, it's just something I do. Just something he does? Yeah, I have it. So you, you get the point, right? That yeah. This is who Paul is. This is what Paul does. And guess what? Paul, Paul gets to look the way that Paul looks, right? Simple yeah, as that. It's just something he does, right? I love that. It's a habit. Yeah, it's an expectation. It's part of his paradigm. And so the question I have for everybody listening to this or watching this is, what's the habit that would drive your life, your business to extraordinary results? Let's bring a conscious awareness to that. And then let's add those habits to the business plan methodology that we're going to talk through right now.
As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. So the T, the T, well, that stands for target, okay? Target. Okay. Targets. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recommend three targets. Now, you can go as high as five, yet later you understand why three to five is the, the appropriate number. So, Pat, if, if I'm talking to a real estate agent, let's just say that they want to close 100 transactions this year. Well, that's fantastic. That's the expectation, right? Now, how many of those are going to be listings versus buyers? Well, let's say they're 60-40 weighted on the listing side, which every realtor should be, right? So target one is close 60 listings. So let me give you my definition of a target. It's an interim expectation that's measurable, yet it's not grounded in a specific activity or action. So many things must happen to close 60 listings, right, Matt? Yeah, absolutely. So that's why we outlined that, you know, three to five actions under the target. So specifically, what could you do to close 60 listings? You know, perhaps it's contacting your database by phone, kind of a weird concept, right? By phone at least four times a year, once a quarter. Right. And what's the system behind that to make it happen? So, uh, you know, since there's 26 letters in the alphabet, 52 weeks in a year, if you just took two letters of your database every week and called a meeting, if your last name begins with A or B, I'm going to call you this week. If it's C or D, it's next week, ENF the next week, so on and so forth. I love forth. that, yeah. Yeah, then you systematically contact your database four times per year, it's once per quarter. It's just something you do, like the gym, right? Yeah. You got it. It's just something you do. CD so, this week. You know, that's something you do. You're supposed to do ENF this week. I, exactly. I love it. When we get to H, of course, that I'll be reaching out to you. <laughs> yeah. it, uh, the bottom line is, guys, a lot of people, well, they have the best intentions, yet they don't focus on the habit required to achieve it. So, uh, meaning, okay, I'm going to call my database once per quarter. So, it's end of Q1, March 31st, and I say, oh, crap, I've got to call 2,000 people today. It's not going to happen, and it rarely does. So, rather, let's build a system around it, build a habit around it. So, another action. Pat, what comes to your mind? What's another action that would help a realtor close 60 transactions? Well, uh, you, you know, obviously, you got if you're going to go on five, if you're going to get five listings, you're going to probably go on ten or or so listing appointments. Uh, and so everything you're going to do is based on getting the appointment. So it's it's going to be an assertive action, uh, like calling FISBOs, expireds, circle prospecting. You, you know, reaching out to people outside of your database, outside of your sphere of influence. If you can't get five listings from your sphere of influence, then you got to step outside of that and start aggressively calling people outside of it. 
Undoubtedly, and this is, always has been, always will be a relationship business. So, you know, I coach many realtors that really focus on building a network of professionals, linchpins within their, within their community, excuse me, that have the ability to send them multiple referrals per year. So as I think through that, I think of industries like uh, an attorney and better yet a divorce attorney or a probate attorney or a trust attorney, right? Or a CPA or a property and casualty insurance agent, people who are in relationship with the community already. And, you know, if you just set a, a action for the A of the ETA of contacting five business people per day and leveraging this simple script, I just want to share it with you guys. Okay, yeah. It's a business script. Um, so, Pat, let's just say that you're a divorce attorney. Fair enough? Yep. So I'd call you up and I'd say, hi, Pat, thank you so much for taking my call. This is Sean Kokoska with XYZ Realty. And, um, hey, Pat, the reason for the call is that as a professional real estate agent in our market, I'm sure you could imagine that from time to time, I come across, across uh, prospects and past clients who have the need for a divorce attorney. So, Pat, I'm curious, are you taking on new clients at this time? Yes, of course. Wonderful. Hey, Pat, when can I stop by for just five to 10 minutes, introduce myself, pick up some of your promotional materials? I mean, perhaps we could be of assistance to one another. Do mornings or afternoons generally work best for you? Well, why don't you leave it with my receptionist there, Sean? Well, I'd, I'd like the opportunity to meet you face-to-face. -face. I mean, obviously, if I'm going to refer you, I'm putting my brand on the line, Pat. And I, I you know, frankly, I've, I've got to vet the people that I recommend. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah, okay, I understand. Well, tomorrow will be good. I got a pretty easy morning. I'm doing paperwork. Perfect. It's just five minutes. I just want to introduce myself, get to know you a little bit. And again, we could be of assistance to one another. I'm certain of this. So I'll see you tomorrow morning. We'd nail down the time. So I show up at, I collect your promotional materials. I'm in and out of there in five minutes. I leave some of mine. I get your cell phone number. Now that's the key because an hour later, I'm going to drop you a text message that says, Pat, thank you so much for your time today. I really look forward to networking with you. I'm going to call you a week later and say, hey, Pat, I just want to let you know I've got my eyes open and I'm looking for clients for you and I trust you're doing the same for me. By the way, who do you know right now who needs to buy a home, sell a home, or invest in real estate that I could help today? Hmm. Buy a home, sell a home, or invest in real estate that I can help today. Love it. Love it. There you go. Simple, simple, right? So yeah. what you do is you focus. If you did that five times a day, gang, you would have a network of professionals within your community inside of 30 days that begin sending you referrals. Then you add them to a long-term nurture campaign, a drip campaign, and most importantly, when you have the opportunity, send them a referral. The easiest way to get referrals is to give referrals, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep your antenna up and, and look for people getting divorced, right? Just look. <laughs> Who's getting divorced? Well, you got to be a change agent. And, yeah, and I don't want right. to feel like, I want you to feel like an ambulance chaser. This works for any industry, right? Electricians, plumbers, painters, home inspectors, you name it. You can call them all. Yeah, absolutely. And just be aware. I mean, you're not an ambulance chaser. You're just somebody who's aware. You know, look think reciprocity i'm going to give this guy a referral he's going to give me a referral so that, exactly that, see the mindset and sometimes uh you know people want to look at the the potbelly stove and say hey give me heat and i'll give you wood it doesn't necessarily work yeah. that way right yeah. so we got to put the wood in first so send as many referrals as you possibly can become a connector of people i gotta tell you that's that and the ability to deliver scripts and dialogues probably 95% of my success in real estate sales. Wow. Yeah. All right. So then you I think through, with that, yeah. 
So think through the other actions. Then target two, of course, would be the balance of the closings, right? So it's close 40 buyers. What are you going to do? Well, I would recommend one open house a weekend. It just makes sense to get in between the home and the buyer, doesn't it? Yep. I mean, they're out looking at home. So, uh, however, I want to offer a couple of tweaks to the typical open house of All a right, traditional yeah, real estate agent. Love it, love First, it. recognize you get out. Right. First, let's recognize that we get out of things what we put into things, right? So I, I, I went out and, you know, those car dealership balloons, you know what I'm talking about that have yeah. the big triangular oh, yeah. chambers that go 250 feet up in the air. I got two of those, Pat. And on the left property line, I would, I would anchor one there, one on the right property line. And then, and then where, they, where they come up together, I had an open house banner that was eight feet wide, printed on both sides, open house, and it was 250 feet up in the air. And then I got to tell you, I'd get 50, 60, 70 people through an open house. And it was just 250 powerful. feet up in the air? Yeah. And then, you know, minimum of 15 signs, balloons on those signs. And it's just crazy. So I would invite my lender to attend the open house for the first obvious reason. Yet the second is not so obvious because the week prior, I would go out and preview every other listing available in that neighborhood. I'd take copious notes. And when a buyer prospect came through, I'd say, uh, so how does this home compare to some of the others you've seen? And they'd say, well, it's, it's okay. I'd say, well, rate it on a scale of one to 10, 10 being perfect, one being terrible. He'd say, oh, it's about a six. Okay, well, what would you change about it to bring it to a 10? I'm curious. They'd say, well, we need a bigger kitchen. We need a bigger backyard, whatever the case is. I'd say, you know what? I just, I just looked at a property yesterday right around the corner from here. It actually has a bigger backyard. It actually has a bigger kitchen. Have you got five minutes right now? Let's just run over and take a look at it. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. See, recognize the chances of that buyer prospect buying the home you're holding open, well, it's less than 1%. And guys, I've done hundreds of open houses. I can say that with confidence, okay? So I did, however, sell a ton of homes by switching them to a different listing within the neighborhood. So I would call the listing agents prior to my open house and I'd say, listen, I, I'm holding the home open right around the corner from your listing. I'd like to schedule a showing on your listing from 12 to 3. Now, I might not show anybody the home. I want you to be aware of this. However, I might show 10 people the home. So um, I just need free access to your listing during that time. Is that okay with you? And they'd say, yeah, sure, go for it, right? So we would do that. The lender would babysit the open house and they would get everybody to fill out the open house survey that I prepared. Here's the next tweak that makes all the difference. Bring your laptop. Go to Office Depot and get one of those cheap inkjet printers for 79 bucks and bring that with you. Make sure you have Wi-Fi access. 
And you'll see on the form that when you hand it to them at the door and say, the seller requires that every buyer prospect, you know, completes this before touring the open house. I'm really sorry to do that to you. Yet it asks what price range they're comfortable with. Now you might be holding a home open that's 400,000 and the buyer can qualify between 250 and 300. And so the question becomes, do, do buyer prospects, do they look at homes they can't afford? Yes or yes? Of course they do, right? So, so when they're in that home, if you don't have something to switch them to, you're pretty much dead in the water. You're forced to attempt to follow up with them after the open house. And we've got to strike when the iron's hot. So, so rather with a, a case like this, uh, you would sit them down at the table and, and you'd explain to them that you can simply access every listing that matches their unique criteria, print out a list, review the list with them to create an A list and a B list. So you just assume that they said yes. So tell me, what part of town are you guys most interested in? You sit down at your computer, you start typing. How many bedrooms do you need? How many bathrooms? How many car garage? Newer home, older home? What style of home are you after? You click the how many button, let's say there's seven. You say, okay, there's seven listings that match your unique criteria. I'm printing them off right now. And what I wanna do is I wanna teach you how to read these things. I want you to create an A list of properties, means these are the ones we wanna see the inside of. B list means, well, they're not right for one reason or another. And just come and get me when you're done. And I'm talking to another one. <laughs> So then they say, okay, we've got our A-list. Perfect. When's the best time for us to look at it? In fact, I'm done with the open house today at three o'clock. Would that work or would tomorrow be better? Yeah. A or B. So, see, when you position yourself to possess something that that prospect wants, then it's simple to earn their business. Yeah. Yeah. And you're in front of them. And, and uh, you know, I remember I, I meeting an agent, a uh, top agent on a team uh, of a friend of mine's that basically... I asked her, I was like, where do you get all your buyers? And she said, open houses. And she went at this exact similar process where she would just basically overtake the people at the open house and uh, spend as much time with them as she could before someone else walked in the door. And that, that was her key. She would just, uh, you know, uh, help them. And so she figured if she was going to be there anyway, she was working. So she might as well you know, sit down in front of a computer and just force herself on these people as much as possible and help them so that they left with a, you know, handful of stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you have an opportunity. You're on stage. It's, it's now your time to shine and really earn their business. And the only way to do that is first, develop the ability to determine what your prospects want quickly, effectively, efficiently, meaning what are the right questions to ask? In what order should you ask them? And once you determine what they want, then develop the ability, the models, the systems, the tools to fulfill those needs as effectively, as quickly as you possibly can. Yeah, so. absolutely. So we got the E, we got the expectation, we got the target, right? We're setting the target and then we're setting a bunch of little targets or daily targets that are essentially habits that yep, are going to be a habit. Yep. And the A, what's the A? Well, those are the actions. Those are the little actions. pieces. Oh, okay. So under each target, you're going to outline three to five actions. Mm. Now, now, here's where it gets fun and it really gets interesting. Is once you've built this out, you end up with you know, a minimum of three targets, a minimum of three actions under each target, and then out to the right side, you create two separate columns. And the first column is by who. Because you know, in order to achieve extraordinary success, what you've got to do is find leverage, right? In fact, leverage is the only thing that's going to lift the ceiling of your productivity and your profit. So by who? The second column is by when. So we're going to attach a time frame to each of these targets and actions, okay? Uh, as well as the by who, by when. So as you build this out, again, one expectation, three targets, and three to five actions under each target. Now the targets 
Well, they become your direct reports on your future organizational chart. So let me explain. Yeah, please Imagine a, a hierarchy org chart, right? Like that top bubble, usually it has CEO or founder, right. Right? something like that. Rather, in that top circle, imagine just the E from the ETA, the expectation. Right. So that's the top circle, and that's you on your org chart. Okay. Mm-hmm. The three T's, well, they become your three direct reports. T1, your lead listing specialist. T2, your lead buyer specialist. T3, your operations manager who's going to control transaction management, listing management, things like that. Nice vision. So those Very are your three direct reports. Then anything that happens below that line, well, you know what? That's not your job. See, the best part about their job is that it's their job. So it's up to the lead listing specialist to go out and build the listing team. It's up to the lead buyer specialist to build the buyer team. Now, what drives me crazy is that a lot of realtors, when they get, you know, three, four, five different buyer's agents, what ultimately they do, they take the highest producing buyer's agent and they want to make them the lead. Yeah, all the time you see that. Yeah. I I think it's a terrible mistake. Why? Stop doing that if you're doing it. Don't do it because what you're doing is you're, you're either number one, pulling them out of production or you've just added more responsibility to somebody, your, your, your highest producer. So mm-hmm. their production's going to drop and they're not going to be able to impact the rest of the team the way they should. See, your lead buyer specialist, your lead listing specialist, they don't need to be a great buyer's agent or listing agent at all. What they need to be are great recruiters. Mm. Recruiters of talent. Yeah, and it's the truth. That, that pro- it makes a lot of sense, right? And yeah, so they've got to be great recruiters. Job, gotta- like you said, yeah. Yeah, they got to be great recruiters, they got to be great trainers, and they've got to be able to hold people accountable to the standards of the team. And by the way, once you've developed the standards to be on your team, you have a choice. You can either shrink the standard to meet the person or stretch the person to meet the standard. My input is stretch people. You never go wrong by stretching people. Because I know one thing for sure. People don't say no to their own goals. And when you hire people that are hungry. Goals, okay. Yeah. When you hire people that are hungry, when you hire people who want to make a lot of money, then all you have to do is fan the flame. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. as I said earlier, it's what you do, how you do it, and who you do it with. And if your business isn't where it could be or should be, you're probably just missing a key relationship. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, Sean. So you are uh, providing us a, a download that we're going to be able to get which is basically this ETA process, I guess is, it, is it essentially the bubbles and we can fill in the bubbles and help us envision what our ETA is? Yeah, let me, let me take it a step further, Pat. And I know we're yeah, running a little please. short on time yet. No, um, cool. To create alignment within your organization, once you've built your ETA, let's call that the CEO ETA, okay? okay. You've identified your targets, like close 60 listings, close 40 buyers, and then the models, tools, and systems that you're going to implement to service the business, okay? Um, Those then three direct reports, they take the target from your ETA, and they move it over to their ETA, yet the target becomes their expectation. So my lead listing specialist is going to take on that target of close 60 listings, and that becomes their expectation. They're going to take the actions that I've identified and move them over and the actions become their targets. So you're sensing that it's kind of a top-down approach at first, which it is, yet then it becomes bottom-up and you meet in the middle because then they're going to outline their actions under each target. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's only top-down for the first three and then that's it. Like you said, it's their job. 
And if right. you've done right, if you've hired right, rather than hiring your lead buyer agent, if you've hired a, a super recruiter, that is their job. That is their job. No doubt about it. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I lo I lo not, by the way, if they're not meeting the standard, if they're not doing it appropriately, if they're not getting the results that you're requesting of them, it doesn't make them a bad person. It just makes them unemployed. You still love them, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, nevertheless, uh, if, if you'd like some help, reach out to me. I'd love to walk you through the ETA methodology. I've got some visuals that go along with it that would be really beneficial and um, all good things. That's awesome, Sean. Well, I'm, I'm going to post the PDF of this in our toolbox on hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. And I'm also going to put a link to the specific form on hybendigital.com backslash icon. I'm going to make this real easy for Sean because he spells his name funny. So um, first and last name. So I won't... <laughs> Not that this, the last, neither of them have been his choice, but uh, I'm going to just say icon, I-C-O-N. So if you go to hybendigital.com backslash I-C-O-N uh, icon, I'm going to put all of Sean's information. I'm going to put his website. I'm going to put his direct email. If you want to reach out to him, tell him thank you for coming on the show. Talk to him about maybe a free coaching session or whatever it is uh, you want to talk to him about. It'll be there. I'm also going to put the PDF on the show notes and in the Hybin Digital Toolbox. Just go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or text toolbox to 444-999. Sean, listen, this has been awesome, buddy. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Best of luck to you. And if uh, I'm ever in your neck of the woods, I will uh, look you up and we'll break some bread together. Hey, I'm in. Definitely, Pat. Thank you so much for having me today. It's been fun. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.